0: It's been a week. It's been an eventful week for you. It's been an eventful week for the show. Uh, we have a lot of new subscribers. We have a lot of new viewers. We have a lot of new fans. And it was all because of what we talked about last week a very tough topic for you uh, with the Connor Ben uh, positive test uh all the fallout with that so i appreciate everyone that has jumped on uh, on board here with john boy boxing and and found our show albeit a very shitty topic but a topic that's very important and i think a lot of people will see that this show is not going to run from topics we're not going to hide from any subject out there if it's happening we're going to cover it and in this case chris you covered it expertly i mean you broke it down and i think people if they didn't know, now they know. Uh, but there is—that's still kind of a story in the boxing world. A lot of fallout from, from this Ben stuff. Uh, it, it, you know, I know it it's, hits home close to you as uh, from last week.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those topics that you know we we I think we've alluded to, or at least I have on on previous shows. You know, just t- talking about the the whole ped's and boxing situation. And I've, and I've always wanted an outlet to to kind of spread my knowledge about that. And this just kind of fell into it perfectly, and like you said, it hit close to home, and it was very relevant and uh, current, so yeah, it made sense. That was good. that was a good time to open up about it.
0: Yeah, let's get this out of the way. There's some more fallout from this. Um, you know, something we didn't talk about last week. There was a somewhat of a cover up. <laughs> I mean, uh, the only reason that this the, apparently he tested positive uh, in early September. There's now reports of previous failed uh, drug tests that were covered up. Uh, the only reason this fight didn't happen is because the Daily Mail broke a story. Um, on fight week. So that, that was an interesting thing there too. Uh, Ben has finally put out a message. albeit a very short one. Uh, I think it was on Instagram. He says, I hope the apology is as loud as the disrespect. What do you think of that?
1: Uh, I, I don't know what they, he thinks is going on, you know, behind the scenes, but I guess, you know, we don't really know either. Um, but going back to the idea that, you know, the, this actually happened back in September. The fact that it took this long is scary. That, that was essentially covered up. And then, then hearing that he possibly could have failed a previous test for the exact same drug earlier. Uh, really, really makes me worried about, about the, 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 just the whole sport in general, you know, the idea that these guys could be getting past certain situations like this because of name and money and, and power. So um, yeah, I guess, you know, I, I, this is all going to play out over time. Best. Apparently the, the, the British board of boxing moves very, very slow from what I understand. So it's definitely uh, going to play out. about this for a while.
0: It's going to play out in time, but that's what Eddie Hearn is now saying. It's this will play out. You will see. I hope uh you know a lot of people will eat their words. But there were no there was no vada testing for for your fight, right? Nope.
1: Nope. So no, we uh, we pissed in a cup the night of the fight and that was it.
0: And that was it. So yeah. So I mean, and another thing too is this drug that was in his system like there's no wiggle room with this drug. It's banned on so yeah. many lists. It's like, even if there's trace amounts, like, you know, with the clenbuterol, you are you're allowed to have trace amounts. Um, you can make your own judgments from that. I think Canelo has suffered from that and other fighters that that ha- was the, the, you know, the the failed test for, for them. But when it comes to the drug that Ben tested positive for, that's not something that there's any wiggle room with, right?
1: No, no. And you either are or you aren't. Like, you, it's either in your system or it's not. And There's no, there's no place for it in a, in, a, in a male to have it. Um, yeah it's not like you're not like kind of pregnant you're the pregnant or you're not and it's just like that with this with this drug either it's either in your system or it's not
0: yeah you did a lot of interviews this week i'm sure you're tired of talking about it um right
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I'm, i'll never be tired of talking about pets in the sport because it is a very dangerous topic and something that um you know i do know a lot of, a lot about and i've been in the sport long enough to have seen it and understand it um but yeah in terms of this whole Ben debacle as far as i'm concerned the fight didn't happen last week that's all that needs to be said. Let me ask you one thing, Leslie. If he was to reach out to you, how do you think that would go? Uh, it depends how he how he came at me. You know, if he, if he if you know he was trying to say like, I don't know, honestly, because I don't know until this is really all the way out. Like, I, if he's going to declare his innocence and he's not, yeah. then what's what's the point of hearing anything he has to say to me? So you know, it really depends on that, and I, I don't really know exactly yet but um if it turns out that everything is the way that it, se- it certainly seems like it is then I got no words. I don't want to hear a damn thing
0: right yeah absolutely all right let's move on to better topics and Ronnie, can you can you see that this says the chat is disabled for the live stream?
2: I just saw that and I fixed it <laughs> okay so because it because it was made for kids and when it's made for kids chat is turned off. so
0: let's get into the previous Chris there's a ton of fights this weekend um all over you'll be on the call for haney
1: cambosos in vegas i like that yeah yes yeah. so uh yeah it's better than going to australia yeah i'm gonna be doing the uh the opening fights the undercard with uh my guy roth eric rothman and then for the main event that should go over to espn so espn plus are here you'll, you'll hear and see me right the rematch between haney and
0: cambosos that not really being promoted it's uh contractually obligated we don't get the first fight. Uh, you have to get the second fight, you know, that's just how rematch clauses work. Um, I feel like ESPN has like, we're like, yeah, we're going to do this fight, but we're not really going to promote it because the first fight was absolute wash. Uh, So that's one of the fights this weekend over on ESPN. Um, It probably will do the best ratings since it's on regular ESPN. Uh, Some of these other ones are in the afternoon on the Zone. The Shields Marshal-Mayor Bumgarner uh, doubleheader finally was delayed because of the passing of the Queen. We're getting this fight. You're seeing a lot of trash talk from the four of them. Uh, We'll get into that. Um, Then you have over at the Barclays Center. Me and Ronnie will be in attendance at the Barclays Center for Deontay Wilder. uh, His big triumphant comeback uh, versus uh, Hellenius. Uh, it's going to be an explosive night, uh, plant Terrell on the undercard. Those are the main fights this weekend. There's also a zone card over in the UK, in Australia. There's two Australian f- uh, fight cards this weekend, um, with our, our girl over there. Why am I drawing a blank on her? Scott Nicholson is fighting, uh, in a, it's not the main event, but, um, she's on the card. All right. So I got a, a wheel here. I got five fights on this wheel on my computer. We're going to spin the wheel to figure out which fight we're going to break down first. All right, Chris, you ready? This is riveting. Ready. Here it is. Those are the main fights this <laughs> of course, Plant Durell is the first one to come up on the list. Caleb Plant back in the ring for the first time since losing to Canelo Alvarez, and that is a 343-day uh, inactive uh, same thing for Durrell. He fought on the undercard of that Canelo card. Uh, 168 pounds is interesting right now. Obviously, Canelo out for a while. Uh, but Caleb Plant, are you high on Caleb Plant? Where do you stand on, on his skills? He's a you know he kind of fights similar to to, to your style, Chris.
1: Yeah, I, I've always been high on his skills. Um, you know his boxing skills, his IQ. Um, I like the way I like the way he fights. He uses his feet. He jabs really well. Um, he impressed me in the beginning of of the Canelo fight. Um, He just couldn't keep it up and and fell apart, you know, toward the end of the fight. I think he's got a lot of talent, a lot of upside. I just don't know how well he will compete with the top guys in that division. And, you know, Darrell's no slouch, definitely an older guy. You know, again, again, you said inactive. So I think the way if if he is to win the fight, it's going to be the way he wins that that is going to really shine light on, on what the rest of his career will look like.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because you know, uh, Plant got that huge payday, ten million yeah. uh, purse for the Canelo fight, even more on the upside of the pay per view, and the pay per view did really well, at over eight hundred thousand buys, so he made a lot of money. I mean, that's what his main thing was. He sat out a, a, a long time in twenty twenty, leading up to the fight. You know, he sat out for like nine months, so he's had one fight in twenty plus months of Caleb Plant. And that's a guy that you know, you know, depends on being sharp in there. I'm sure you got a lot of sparring. I'm sure you got a lot of stuff, and you can attest to this. It's not, not the same as being yeah. in the ring. I know it's very cliche to talk about ring rust, but these are two guys coming off of 343 day uh, inactive streak. That's that's pretty relevant to this fight.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, at least it's both of them. But, I mean, that's that's all Al Al-Hayman fighters. All the PBC guys, they fight once a year. They're, they're the most inactive group of, of fighters out there. But, you know, in terms of, of Caleb staying out, you know, it paid off because, like you said, he got paid but you know he's, he has a long career still ahead of him. He's still a uh, pretty young guy, so.
0: Yeah, I like I like Plant in this fight. Um, I think Darrell is going to give him f- trouble though. Um, yeah. the thing with Plant and it's it's the thing is his whole career. Great uh, jab, really good defense, has just enough power, uh, but just not enough though for 168. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason why Canelo was able to, um, you know, take him out late. Uh, it's because Canelo wasn't really that worried about what was coming back at him. And I thought Plant, you know, won a lot of rounds early in, in that Canelo fight. He was outlanding him, uh, I think, through the first five rounds, uh, you know, pretty well. And then Canelo just stepped on the gas. That's what intrigues me, too. If he, if he goes up against the Benavidez, if he goes up against some of the, the you know, a Charlo, who moves up to 168, uh, those guys have a lot of power. So it's going to be interesting to see how he deals with Durrell, who is a slugger. Durrell, you know, comes in there. And he throws power shots. That's what makes up a uh, majority of his punch distribution.
1: The dog. Yeah, and he, he can punch. You know, he can punch a little bit. So I'm curious to see, you know, what kind of punch resistance uh, Caleb can, can show in that fight. Because Darrell's going to get to him at some point. He's going to touch him. And it's just going to see how he can deal with that. Like you said, he couldn't get respect from Canelo. And he got broken down and, and, and fell apart. He couldn't keep him off him. Couldn't get respect from him. So, you know, uh, that, was, that was really the issue at the end of that fight.
0: Durrell, uh, what's his path to victory? Um, no one's really giving him a shot. Um, he's a dog, but he's an old dog. Uh, he's yeah. been around for a while. Um, he got this fight because of his, in that on that Canelo undercut, had that spectacular one punch, almost like cartoonish uppercut uh, yeah. to, to get in there. And good for him. I mean, he's one of the good guys. He's been around for a long time. Uh, what's his path to victory? How do you disarm someone like Plant who's going to be moving in there a lot? cartoonish i think it was like a street fighter uppercut
1: yeah <laughs> on you know, video yeah but uh he, you know so older fighters what happens a lot of times is that your reaction time isn't the same right you have still got the conditioning you're still strong you can still push um so i think it's going to be more of him really pushing the action and, and staying busy and being busy he's got to be in dog shape you know he is the dog right. so he's got to come forward and throw and he's going he's got to land some big shots yeah. cuz i think if he goes if he goes tick for tack he's going to get he's going to get picked apart
0: The 168 picture, um, alluded to it a little bit in in the beginning, is interesting because Canelo Alvarez is in this division. Don't think he's going back up to 175. He's flirting with, you know, fighting... Uh, Bivol again, Bivol has to get past Zerto and we've talked about this a lot, that we don't think that's a good idea anyway um, not on top of that, he's got hand surgery, Canelo Alvarez, he could be out for, he's talked about up until September, uh, definitely not going to fight again until May, so either Plant versus Benavidez, that's been a fight that's been talked about for what, three years now uh, so mm-hmm. if Plant should win, there are a lot of names out there and i wouldn't say a lot but there are some intriguing ones like a benavidez plant fight uh would do numbers for pbc that would you know they obviously put it on pay-per-view uh but it would do well like it would be a fun fight um fight. right that's a fun fight i mean that's a a puncher versus a boxer i mean that does those Mm -hmm. make for fun fights and they don't like each other
1: yeah i mean it's got it's got all the storylines too so that, that that's a good fight it's an important fight it's it's it means a lot for the division um, and it just lines up for that that Canelo comeback. You know, Canelo has to fight Benavidez at some point because I I really <laughs> think that's that's the guy in the division that uh, that that matters. That's the that's the one.
0: Well, that's the thing with this 168 pound division. It's like we're waiting for Canelo, even if he's out for a year. There, I, yeah. I, I, I let's, we'll see now. I what was The it's out there. Canelo gave you know it's like a tell. Canelo gave us. He said this is this is it. I might not fight until September. We'll really see how how you know if these guys want to fight each other. We'll really see how serious they are. Uh, Plant and Benavidez, Andrade and uh, Charlo. I think Charlo eventually go up to one sixty eight. And those are the the four. I wouldn't say young because. Andrade and Charlo are above uh, over 30. Benavidez is the young guy, and, and Canelo is Canelo. So uh, that's the co-main event on uh, uh, Saturday night at the Barclays Center. Pretty good co-main event. Uh, it's Plant and Durrell. That's our first fight preview. What's your pick for this one? I'll give my pick as well.
1: I got Plant. I got Plant by decision. Um, you know, I just think that he's going to be sharper. He's going to use his legs. But I do believe Darrell is going to test him, and he's going to push him and, and, and maybe really put it on him late. I got I got Caleb
0: winning by uh, decision. Yeah, Diamante in the chat. Uh, Darrell's last fight was a highlight KO, but no way he hits Plant with anything like that. He doesn't win seven uh, out of the 12 rounds. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'll, I'll go with Plant uh, by decision as well. I think there will be some trying times early uh, for Plant. I think Darrell will, will go and, and try to land some some big power shots, maybe have some success early. Uh, but Plant will take over because I think he's the better boxer, and he's uh, a lot younger. Uh, That's let, sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I like fresher.
1: <laughs> fresher, yeah,
0: yeah, because yeah. you know I gotta keep in mind you're you're an older fighter. You're gonna get back in the ring, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm a old man too, but I,
0: I'm still pretty fresh. And I'm the old man here at the office. Like it's crazy. Like Ronnie yesterday didn't
1: know who Kelly Kapowski was. Oh no! Broke my heart, dude. You gotta. I mean, you gotta. You gotta do some homework there, bud. If you're gonna be on, on a uh, hot boy, hot boy, jump uh, John, John boy, hot boys, you're gonna have to do some. Do some
2: St. By the Bell research. I um I was shown and I um I became a man yesterday.
0: what <laughs> you saw Kapaski in the flesh, she she ages like you look at her now, like she still looks good. Like you look at those pictures, Ben, like you know, my first crush. Hey. I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah. On that note, let's look at the Ridge wallet. Uh, perfect segue. Um <laughs> the Ridge wallet. I love this thing. Here it is, right here. This thing is awesome. I got one of my own now. Um, There's two things that we talk about here at at John Boy that I actually love is Mugsy Jeans and Ridge Wallet. This thing is freaking awesome. It's like a a money clip, but it's a lot more secure. Uh, Holds up to 12 cards. It's got room for cash. I got one dollar in there. I can't get anything for a dollar these days, but this Ridge Wallet is sick. There's over 30 colors and styles, including carbon fiber, burnt titanium. Uh, you want to take a look at how much these their fans like this and how much customers in, enjoy this. 50,000 five-star reviews. That's pretty damn good. Uh, durable material, which means the wallet comes with a lifetime warranty. And the Ridge team is so confident that you'll like this product uh, that they'll let you test drive it for 45 days. You can send it back for a full refund if you don't love it. Just for Just to show you, I have my old wallet here. Look at this thing. It's got strings hanging from it nasty i take it out the, at the restaurant my girlfriend she goes you need a new wallet
1: yeah it's embarrassing dude Come it's
0: on. embarrassing you can judge a man by their wallet right you don't want to be george costanza walking around with some big oversized wallet you want the ridge wallet so check out the link in the description use code JOMBOY for 10 percent off holidays are coming you don't even need the holidays to justify buying uh the ridge wallet so shout out to them that's code Jomboy. you want to use the ridge wallet All right, uh, let's spin this wheel. Round and round she goes. Where she stops, nobody knows. Haney Cambosos. You'll be on the call for this one, Chris. Uh, A rematch that many don't want to see. A rematch that really isn't needed. But you don't get the first fight without the second one. That's how rematch clauses work. Devin Haney on a rocket ship to the top. A guy with momentum. This is how it works in boxing. Boxing is all about momentum, in my opinion. And Devin Haney has a lot of momentum on his side. A dominant win over George Kambosos. He's got fights with Lomachenko lined up. He just fought, what, four months ago. Now he's back in the ring. We just talked about inactivity. A lot of momentum on the side of Devin Haney in the ring. And outside the ring, popularity-wise. People are starting to know his name. Love Devin Haney in this fight. Uh, Kambosos got to come with something. Because last time it didn't work.
1: Yeah, I I expect him to come with something. I just don't think it's going to be enough. I, I I never thought this was a good matchup for Cambosis. Um Danny is a Haney is a uh, uh, Danny Devin Haney is a uh, <laughs> is a pure boxer. Um, he has a very very fast jab. He's got great conditioning. He can he can go the twelve, and he's just you know he's very defensive minded. He doesn't he doesn't want you know to to engage with Cambosos because that's where he's good. He's a Got, he's a shorter arm guy. He's he's more of a combination puncher. He's got it right in front of you. Haney's just going to do what he did last time and, and, and box and move, stick and move, you know, land at, land at almost at will like he did in the first fight. Um, but yeah, I, I think Kambos is going to bring more, but really what he just brings is frenetic energy. And I think Haney's going to be able to slow everything down and, and fight his pace.
0: If Haney does bring it, let's say he finds a way through the jab. I had uh, Lou Debella on the show a few weeks back. He's the pr- promoter of George Gamboso. He's in Australia. George- Lou DiBella on a plane to Australia is twice in in four months. Is that's the real feat here? Because that guy can't can't stand still. Anyway, uh, but he says that. Uh, uh, George is going to fight a better fight he is going to take more chances he's going to walk through the jab he wasn't willing to walk through the jab and something I thought was really interesting and something I've never really heard too much is Camboso said it himself that the fact that he knew that he had a rematch knew that for sure there'd be a second fight changed the way he fought in the fight I, I can't believe he would say that and I can't believe that's how he would fight
1: yeah he also said that he didn't make weight on purpose so I, I, <laughs> I really can't take deception yeah, I can't. art of yeah, war I can't. yeah yeah okay sure um yeah no i don't I I, I I that's either him telling himself that or or trying to confuse and trick the fans i don't i don't understand what, what, what he means by that but yeah that makes no sense
0: it's weird because Cambosos before the tiafimo fight he was bravado he got into the head of of of, of tiafimo, fought the fight of his life First fight uh, with Haney, a lot of bravado too. Talked a lot of smack. This one he went into hiding from what I've seen. Uh, he's doing a lot of press now because he has to. He's contractually obligated to, but did not do a lot of press in the lead up to, the, to this rematch. Maybe a little bit of embarrassment. Maybe a little bit of, man, I got schooled and now I have to go in there again in front of my home people. Not in the same big stadium. It's in a smaller stadium. Um, but I want to talk quickly about how much uh, how good Haney is and how he disarmed Camboso's uh, in this fight. Cambosos, for his whole, whole career, averaged above 60 thrown punches around. Did the same thing against Tia Fimo when he fought the fight of his life. Uh, landed 15 of 62 against Tia Fimo. Knocked him down in that first round. Had an answer for everything. When he got into the ring with Devin Haney, his output completely cut in half, Chris. Eight of 35 versus Haney, and that's because of the jab. Devin Haney is so damn good uh, kind of like has the same style, or, or we talked about this last, not the, exactly the same style as, as Shakur, but it's his jab, right? It's the jab of Haney that just neutralizes guys in there.
1: Well, it's control. You know, he's, he's a ring general. He controls the space in the ring. He, he keeps it at the, the range that he wants. You know, he's got long arms. He's really big for the weight class. He's got wide shoulders. He's tall. He's long. You know, he, he utilizes that full length of his jab and and his, and his shoulder breadth to to keep his opponents where he wants them I, I was super impressed i was there live when he fought Lenares. and Lenares is, is a he's a tough out man that guy throws combinations he's got power um he's busy and haney for the most of the majority of the fight was able to neutralize him as well keep him where he wanted him you know he got caught late in the fight but um was able to to fight where he wanted the fight to be fought and that's what a ring general is that's what ring generalship is all about
0: yeah for sure and in the, in the i bring up Shakur, it's like when we watched the core in his last fight against can say, can say so. looked great for the six rounds, but just didn't find that second gear. Like you said, maybe it's more of a, a, a temperament type of thing. You have to yeah, be a knockout more mentality. But yep. like the same thing, it kind of could be said with Haney. I know a lot of fans, um, even in the chat, are like, "Oh, this is gonna be a snooze fest. Uh, I don't want to see this. Haney, the pillow fist. Uh, he's boring. Jab, jab, jab. Move." Do you think he will go for the knockout, especially if Cambosas is more aggressive? Do you think he needs a, a, a knockout in, in this type of fight? I know a win is a win, but your perception also is a big thing in this sport.
1: Does he need it? No. You know, he's gotta win. He Can needs he to do win it? and move on. Yeah. Can he do it? I, I believe so. Um, you know, I haven't I haven't seen any anything to show me that that Cambosas is some iron chill iron chinned, you know, durable guy. Um, so it's possible, and especially when you got a guy who's long. And, and I still think Haney is maturing physically. So, you know, he could wake up with some more power that day, um, and we could get the stoppage. Or it just could be an attrition thing, just frustrating as well. But um, I, I expect a, another, another decision.
0: Yeah, Haney a minus 1,000 favorite on DraftKings uh, right now. Uh, I, I think Cambosos will – We'll try. I think he'll try harder. <laughs> there isn't that third fight dangling. I think he will open himself up more, which could lead to some openings for Haney. That's just how boxing works. Uh, will Haney get the stoppage? I think will be a big-time storyline in-, in this fight. And if Haney does go on to win any way possible, he has a mega fight lined up with uh, Vasily Lomachenko. Uh, that is been in the works, Love that fight, right? That's been in the works for a long time with top rank. It's the beauty of top rank. Uh, you know, they have these guys, they brought in Devin Haney. It was probably very enticing for him. Listen, you're going to have to go to Australia. You're going to have to beat this guy twice in six months. Uh, maybe you get, you're getting to get a lot of money, but it's not exactly what you were getting at the zone in, in, with match room, but you will get a fight with Lomachenko. You will probably be a pay-per-view fight in early 2023. That's the big carrot here for Devin Haney. I think he just got one more fight in him, or this fight, and then one more at 135 against Lomachenko before it goes up to 140 uh, with some of the big guys. But that's an awesome fight, Haney and Lomachenko.
1: Yeah, and I think Haney has a chance, honestly. I think stylistically, I think body size, um, I think age, uh, all of that's on Haney's side. Um, Lomachenko's a difficult puzzle just because of his style, and, and he, you know he is so damn good. But, man, I, I want to see that fight. I, I like that fight a lot.
0: Yeah, El pinch, El pinch Punch in the chat says, I don't think he can or will try to KO uh, Cambosos. He's still shook from that Linares shot.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was there live for that. He, uh, with the jelly he, legs. Fought, he fought those next couple rounds a little different.
0: He did, didn't he? That's the thing, too. It's like that sticks in the mind. He, he's been so dominant in his career is you know, that one moment. It sticks with fans, and it's stuck with the uh, detractors or doubters for Haney is that a bit, when he gets in there with a big puncher, he he's not willing to trade because he, he may be a little suspect of of his chin.
1: Yeah, but I don't think Cambosis is a big puncher. I, I don't I don't see that in him. He's more of a volume guy. He's more he's he's tenacity. That's if I had one word to explain Cambosis, yeah. he's just tenacious. Um, I, but I don't I don't see he's not big for the weight class. He's not he doesn't seem like a phys, physically strong guy. He's not a big puncher. I know he dropped uh, Tiafimo, but you know he, he caught him with a good shot. I'm not saying you know he can't punch, but I, I don't see him as being a puncher like that.
0: Yeah, he's talking about retiring too. <laughs> George, George, yeah, he says, I'm 29, I'm almost 30, Um, if I lose to Haney, you won't see me fighting domestic guys, domestic level here in Australia, this is all or nothing for me, I think that's like kind of maybe just hyping himself up a little bit, some extra motivation, self-motivation, because if he has a good showing, he can only go up from his last one, Um, and he sticks around at 135, maybe fights a Shakur Stevenson, like he's in that orb, uh, you know he's in that top rank orb, uh, fighting ESPN. I think there's still big fights f- for Cambosos, but he has to have a better showing than he did last time.
1: Yeah, and even if he doesn't, he, he still can he can still make a, a, pr- a pretty penny. You know, coming off a former undisputed, and you know he lost to, you know he who's 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 a who's a good fighter, and he's going to potentially going to be a great fighter someday. So yeah, I mean he he's got more earning potential in him, but listen, that's up to him if if he wants to call it a day and count his count his money. More power to you, bro. Yeah, he made a lot. He made a lot for this fight. Talk about
0: cashing in a lottery, check, Beating Fimo, uh, Being a free agent at the time. Having all the mm-hmm. belts. Having these young guys want those belts. That is, like, one of the best positions. And, you know, shout out to DiBella, uh, you know, coming up with a way to maximize it the most with that stadium fight. You know, having Haney go over to top rank. Uh, that was kind of cool from the business standpoint. Everything kind of aligned well for, for for Cambosos to make uh, that type of money. Ronnie's giving me the... So we got to move. Let's literally spin spin the wheel he's staying. All right, oh, here we go. Wheel is spinning. Yes, let's go. Wilder Hellenius. Before we get into Wilder Hellenius, I'm going to tell you about our friends at DraftKings. Chris, we're midway through the football season. The Giants are 4 and 1. I won my against the spread pick last week. I'm now 2 and 3. The winner goes to the Super Bowl. There's a lot of people wanting to come with me. I get two tickets to the Super Bowl if I win this thing. I'm in it with Justin Penick of Talking Giants here, Uh, Trevor Plouffe of Talking Baseball, former uh, Minnesota twin. We got Jake Storielli in there who is the vice president of this company, vice president of fun, and they have me in there for some reason. I don't know why I'm in it, but I'm going to win it. And (laughs) if I win, I get two tickets to the Super Bowl. So I know Ronnie wants to go. Chris, you probably want to go. Girlfriend, Maria. Wants to go. I don't know if she wants to go. The guy that's feeding me picks in Vegas, he probably wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Ronnie, you don't want to go. I would love to go. Chris, are you interested? Absolutely. Okay. So I got some betters here. But anyway, uh, today's video sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is dishing out awesome offer to all their new customers. All new customers, all you do is sign up using promo code JOHNBOY. You got to bet $5 on any pregame money line wager and you receive an additional $200 in free bets. So you put down 5 you get $200 to play with like that. That's right, new customers, that's 5 bucks. You get an additional $200 in free bets. i got same-game parlays. I'm going to give you my same-game parlay in, in just a bit. You can combine multiple bets from same-game uh, to give yourself a shot at even bigger winnings. We love parlays. I won my last parlay. I got one coming for you this time. I'm hot in the streets right now, Chris. You like to, f- to fade my bets? I wouldn't do that anymore because I'm hot.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you've you've turned a corner. In the beginning of this, you were oof, you were in a, you were in a rut. One but, for my uh, last one. Then I come on the show, and now you've got a, a string of luck. So, I mean, I might
0: have something to do with it. I think your knowledge is it' starting to wear off on me. Like I I know my boxing. But you you take it to another level. So I'm learning things,
1: seeing things like in the gym. Yeah, this is so. Th- if you notice, this is me trying to wedge in between Ronnie going. If you win, so I'm trying. I'm like, you know, it's probably because uh, of me being here. So I should, I should go to the game, making a case, making a case. I, yeah, I can be bought.
0: I can
2: Wouldn't be bought. a show without me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
0: Ronnie can literally Ooh. unplug everything right now, and that would be the end of this show. But, but, yeah, no. he's gonna edit me out. <laughs> he's gonna, oh no! He got, yeah, and then the girlfriend is, and then the guy making, helping me with the picks. Oh There's no! A lot, a lot Chris is here. muted. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a tight competition. Uh, for those in states where betting is not available, don't forget, DraftKings has daily fantasy. Uh, it's only a matter of time, I feel like, for sports betting is legal in every uh, state. Uh, basketball season, too. So there's ways to do that. So that's $5 uh, on any pregame money line wager. You receive an additional 200 in free bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers use promo code BOXING. Uh, that's promo code BOXING only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um I'll give you my same game parlay right now before we get into Wilder and Hellenius, a fight that me and Ronnie will be at. We're going to have a lot of content coming your way. We're going to the weigh-in on Friday. I heard Usyk is going to be there. Uh, Who knows who comes out to a Deontay Wilder fight. The fans will be lit. Uh, They will be smoking marijuana because that is a staple of the Barclays Center. Um, Deontay's back. That's really big. And I'm looking at some of the odds for for this fight, Chris. And I think knockout. I mean, it's not going a distance. The over-under is set right now at 4.5 rounds. And I kind of like the over here. At minus 135. Decent decent uh, line there. Uh, Decent odds. Um, It's not too robust. Only because I think Wilder uh, has been in the ring in a while. A little cautious. Fights slow early. Hellenius as well. They know each other from sparring. I do think Wilder's going to win via knockout.
1: I just think it's going to come after the uh, the fourth round. What are your thoughts? I agree. I agree. I think... uh the thing about the thing about Wilder is his power is surprising you know so like you've never been hit with somebody that hard but Hellenius has they've been sparring partners before he's he's felt the power it's not going to be as shocking granted no more headgear smaller gloves that's a different kind of power but I believe that Hellenius having that self-confidence that he's been in the ring with Wilder already mm-hmm. is going to help him survive at least a few rounds I, I agree I think it's going to be over uh, be the over
0: yeah, uh, El Pinci Punch says I'm hearing a lot of people suspicious of this fight because they were sparring partners. You can answer this question. I, you know, we heard this a lot in the the Jake Paul nonsense, the lead up to the Rockman fight. Yeah. It's like he was sparring partners, so that means they're best friends. That they're, you know, they're they're connected at the hip. Sparring is straight up like you're brought in to do a job. It's how you practice in this sport. Correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, sparring ain't fighting. And you know, when you when you're fighting, you're fighting for money, and you're fighting for the rest of your career, and you're fighting for your family. That don't matter. Friends, friends, whatever. I don't care. I, I'm trying <laughs> you should be trying to knock that guy's head off. It doesn't matter if you know each other, if you're if you were friendly in the past, you're not friendly on that night. This is this is your life. This is your family. This is your 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 legacy. So Yeah, we'll get into what this could mean
0: for Wilder. Obviously, he he's saying all the right things. He's out there doing a lot of interviews. Um I like Wilder Hellenius over four and a half rounds, minus one thirty five. And then I like Marshall, um, Savannah Marshall by decision at plus 280 uh we'll talk about that fight obviously in the next two ones because there's only two remaining after this one but that's my same game parlay uh, for this saturday uh wilder hellenius over four and a half rounds marshall by decision and you can get that over on, on DraftKings sportsbook all right let's get into this fight uh deontay wilder is back this is good for boxing i'm a big fan of deontay wilder chris i know you are as well mm-hmm. uh you can get into what he said after the fury fight the cheating allegations the costume uh the talking about you know he can't let it go that wilder cheated that has washed away for me at least because he's back uh he's good for boxing he's good for the heavyweight division he's doing a lot of press he was at the giants new york giants camp yesterday he's on breakfast club he's doing all sorts of stuff and he's saying all the right things he's saying i want to fight for three more years i want the biggest fight i'll fight Usyk if fury doesn't want to i'll fight joshua i'll fight fury again i'll fight joyce i want to just Go out there and fight. And the reason why he's saying this is because I don't know if you heard this, Because He, there was a, a statue unveiling of his in Birmingham, Alabama, where he grew up. Uh, they had a big ceremony, and it said he wasn't really, didn't want to fight again after that Fury Fight uh, trilogy. And I don't blame him, took a lot of punishment, made a lot of money. But when he saw that statue, it changed for him. And then
1: he wants to fight on for three more years. Okay. Well, I mean it sounds a little wishy-washy to me didn't want to fight sees a statue wants to fight then says three years arbitrarily um you know i, I don't love that but i love that he's back i i think he's a he's an incredible talent uh he's the one of the he, if, he's arguably the best one punch heavyweight in history i mean he's able to starch guys and and quality guys too with with one shot and highlight reel knockouts over and over and over again so i'm excited that he's back I, i'm i'm not Really excited about what he says in terms of that stuff, but whatever. He's going to fight, and it's always going to be fun. He's got a little bit of fury in him
0: too. He says a lot of things. Like yeah, if yeah. you interviewed Deontay Wilder. You can go on for two, three hours because you know he just goes on and on. He, he goes on these tangents, and you know it was a nice moment to get that that statue, considering you know he started the sport really late. You know, ten title defenses. A lot of people talking about is he a Hall of Famer? or not but it's just good that he's back you know it's good that he's back in the sport there's still time for him to make these big fights a fight with joshua is still big you know a fight with mm-hmm. andy ruiz i think that's the next one for him i think that's the most
1: logical yeah, that's one that's that's a tough fight and it's a good fight that's that's one where i'm like Oof, i don't know how that's gonna go that's a toss-up for me in terms of ruiz and wilder i always liked that fight um you know ruiz is is uh ruiz could win that fight you know which I don't know if a lot of people really look at it that way, but he he could. I mean, they're like, they're complete opposites in the ring. Mm -hmm. It would be, you know, and and that would be kind of cool to see. So it's, I think that's a good fight. Yeah. Ruiz can win that from, you know, those spurts that he has. Um, Yeah. I mean, he's got power, he's durable
0: and he's, he's got fast hands on the inside. Yeah. The thing with, Wilder, He's got to get past Robert Hellenius. Two straight wins. Got this fight because he had two straight wins over um, our boy, Adam. Our boy, Adam. Yeah, Uh, That was was hard man That that sucked I was at the first one Right before the pandemic Dude that was a wild night That was legitimately Three days before the pandemic Um,
1: The world shut down Three (laughs) days later Yeah
0: That place was so loud For Konaki I mean if you've never been To a Barclays fight For Adam Konaki It is an experience This is like 8,000 Polish fans Just going ballistic And I've never heard An arena so quiet After he lost uh, That fight uh, To Hellenius And then the world shuts down. They have a rematch. Uh, did not go uh, his way, but it's more about Hellenius you know, uh, you know, stepping on the gas uh, late in, in his career. But the thing with Hellenius is which Hellenius is going to show up in this fight because he was knocked out by Gerald Washington. And Gerald Washington you know, is very raw, has a lot of athlete. wouldn't say he's a good boxer. So you know, which Hellenius is going to show up? The, the guy that we saw for two fights with Amikonaki or the guy that was kind of pedestrian towards the end of, of his career and was stopped by a guy like Gerald Washington?
1: Hellenius, I mean, the, the best version of Hellenius is super top. The guy hits really hard. He's he's really big. He's a big, strong guy. He's a he like he's legitimately a Viking. He is exactly what <laughs> what he looks like. You know that that's that's he should be walking off a boat with a battle axe in his hand. Um, he's a the super Nordic strong nightmare. guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know he's a he's a big guy. He's a strong guy. He's a, he's a like a the current crop of super heavyweight type size size wise. Um, you know, but like you said, he can be inconsistent. A loss to Gerald Washington, who's was a guy that Kunaki pasted. And he beats Kunaki twice. So, yeah, a lot of question marks there. But either way, I don't think there's a lot of question mark with, with the Wilder fight.
0: Yeah, I think Wilder's going to win. But let's go back to Wilder real quick. A um, lot of money. Uh, Ten title defenses. Uh, has been to the, the top. Heavyweight champ. A lot of fame. A lot of fortune. Made a ton of money in those three uh, Fury fights. Talk about wants to come back. Does Deontay Wilder have that dog in him still?
1: Exactly why I, I said I don't really like what he said. He said you don't want to fight again, and then a, and then a, a, a statue unveiling changes your mind, and you say three years. Uh, how much of your heart is really in it? Um, you know, I listen, I get it. I've questioned my career a, a number of times throughout, but um i also wasn't looking at the kind of money these guys are looking at so i i don't know i don't know it's uh it's hard to see and that's something you will we'll never know until you know we're deep in a harder fight that's the beauty of the sport
0: that's what i was going to say the beauty of the sport is we'll find out saturday night
1: uh, how much he mm-hmm. has left
0: uh, you know uh, uh, when you have that 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 type of money and you've you've reached the top and you got to dig deep. You know it's the sixth, sixth round. Maybe he's down on the cards because Wilder starts slow. You know he loses a lot of rounds because he's trying to set up that that right hand. Uh, maybe he's get tagged a little bit from Hellenius, and, and Hellenius is feeling good. We'll see. That's the beauty of the sport. We'll see how much Deontay Wilder has left. We'll see if he really wants those fights uh, with Joshua Ruiz. Uh, Fury again, maybe Usyk. There's a ton of fights out there, and I heard Usyk's gonna be in attendance. I'm re- <laughs> I gotta get an interview with him, I just gotta get a glimpse of that guy. I feel like he's he's the I just would love to see Usyk up close and just get around that aura, uh, on Saturday yeah, night, Barclays. Yeah. especially now, yeah, when he's the he's legit, he's the unified heavyweight champ. All right, so that's uh, Saturday night, Wilder, you Your pick, you're going with Wilder, uh, second half, KO. That's what I'm going with as well. Yep. Um, we'll be in the, the building. Uh, So, we only left two fights now on, on our little sheet here, our little spinner. Here we go. And it's the two women's fights. And Meyer Baumgartner is next. Step on up. Love this fight, Chris. We broke this fight down in depth a couple episodes ago before the Queen's passing, which is just a, two wild sentences to put together. Uh, <laughs> but we had... Uh, this fight is now delayed. Um, This fight is been matriculating for a very long time they don't like each other they have to get into the ring if they don't get into the ring they're gonna just rip each other's eyes out because the latest yesterday they're fighting back and forth just this morning at the press conference they had to be separated did you see the video yesterday it sounded like two siblings Arguing, they're talking about Meyer. Uh, Baumgart is accusing Meyer of growing up with uh, money and means. But Meyer says, "No, I was poor." And they're just going anything. They're literally arguing about if the sky is blue or not. They got to get into the ring. They got to settle this. This is one of the best rivalries in boxing right now, regardless of gender. I can't wait for this fight.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I'm more interested in it now than I was before. Um, I, I I saw Meyer running away with it the last time. I thought that she was getting the better of the. Arguing, I think she's the the better of the boxers. um I think she's bigger, but I've got a, a little bit of a hot take here. I think of all these fighters that you know, that got pushed back on this card, that Michaela Mayer would be the one that would be affected the most wow. by the travel and the and the and the the training camp extension. So her coming down a weight and then having that time to go up and back down, you know, I know she trains very very hard. She has a great team around her. She's she really works hard. Uh, during camp and, and and to make the weight where Baumgartner does not is have to work that hard to make the weight, um, it could be an issue. If there's anyone that was going to affect, because I don't think the the, uh, the 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 ladies in the higher weight class really worried about the weight either. Uh, I think Mayer would have the most issue with this fight being pushed back and 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 potential for overtraining.
0: That's interesting. It makes
1: sense because you know Meyer mm-hmm. has talked about
0: this is probably my last fight at 130. Maybe she has one more in her to to get all four of the belts. Uh, the other belt holder is, uh, you know, uh, Choi and she's so inactive. So who knows if that's even going to be a thing. That's a big reason why I think they made this fight now is because they couldn't get either. Both of them wanted Choi first th- to set up for this fight, but shout out to, to top rank and uh, a ton of promoters involved in, in this show, but to put this fight on now, it's the one thing about women's boxing that I like is there really isn't a lot of marinating. Uh, there was only a little bit of marinating, and that's when you have fights like Katie Taylor and Serrano, which actually make a lot of money. So it's worth some, some marination here. Like, this fight probably could have been next year with a little more buildup, but they're doing it now. I, I love that, and I do understand what you're saying, too, with, with Meyer. She wants to go up to to 135 and, and maybe fight a Katie Taylor or, or the Serrano winner. There are a ton of fights for her at 140 even. She's big, you know, she's a yes. big girl. So that could affect her. That's interesting to me. That's an added wrinkle to this fight is that extra month. Could you imagine the buildup flying over there? It's a, a fight where you, you can't stand each other. It's just so much adrenaline only to learn that you got to get on a plane and head back to, across the pond just
1: to do it again in about a, a month. That is a, a, a wrinkle to this whole equation. Yeah, I've been putting myself in those shoes and trying to think about how I would be and how I would react to it. I would not be a happy camper. You know, I I, I generally like more time, but more time can be very dangerous for a fighter, especially a type A fighter who's going to really push in training camp and and a hard worker um, like I know that Michaela is. So it makes an interesting, interesting point. And also we're seeing now. That Baumgartner is getting under Michaela's skin in yeah. terms of the argument, like we saw yesterday, which I don't think we saw much of. I thought Michaela was was running away with it in terms of when they were arguing in the past. Now you're seeing Michaela being a little uh, a little more perturbed by by these conversations. So that's that's another thing to think about. Yeah, Who
0: knows? Last time it was the handshake. Remember the hand, she put the hand out and and, and uh, Baumgartner pulled it real hard, and Meyer's yeah. like ooh, she's like, ooh. Yeah. but now <laughs> she's jumping, running across the the stage, Meyer. Yeah, was getting under her skin. Yep. But, you know, that's the, stuff. that's the stuff that helps build the fight, and I think that's very important. Um, but inside the ring, Meyer is very good. she got the Olympic pedigree. I think she's a better boxer. She throws more punches. She lands more. She is more experienced. The Hamadouche fight showed me so much that she's willing to stand and trade in the middle, throw a ton of punches. With Bumgarner, it, she hits hard. I mean, that fight with Terry Harper was shocking. Um, she had that one-punch knockout power, which you don't really see in, in women's boxing. That's why this fight's intriguing inside the ring because she got – a, a fighter in Meyer who has the pedigree and will throw a ton of punches versus Baumgartner, who's waiting to land that 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 one big one. I just don't see it coming. Uh, I I think that uh, Meyer's going to run
1: away with this one. How do you feel? I agree. I think you know Meyer got hit with with Amadouche, Amadouche, but um I think she's going to be more cautious in this fight. She's going to fight smarter, um and she's going to fight the, the fight at her pace and her length and her range. So and plus she's just so busy. Baumgartner is not that busy. She's more of a counterpuncher. She's looking for the one shot. and I don't think one shot's going to do it anyway.
0: Yeah, I hope that these. I hope it's a close fight. I mean, obviously, I just said that Myers um, gonna run away, but but I hope it's a close one because this can be, uh, you know. I hope it's a good one. It right, doesn't necessarily have
1: to be close. I hope it's good.
0: Well, because they could fight again. I mean, if they really, if it does well and it's close, they can fight again. It's there. Uh, so that's the co-main event Saturday afternoon, ESPN Plus in the states. It uh, leaves us with our our final fight, and it's a really intriguing one. It's it's Savannah Marshall versus Clarissa Shields. Another um no love lost between these two a lot of history between the two uh Shields has only lost one fight in her life I'm not gonna say professional career but in her life it came back way back in 2012 Olympic trials and it came at the hands of Savannah Marshall they're using that in the build-up for this fight Shields is so good so dominant but Marshall's good (laughs) Marshall's is got some knockout power and she's big I love this fight uh Shields Marshall this whole doubleheader is awesome. This is like if you are on the fence about women's boxing, this is the one you want to turn in tune into
1: because it just goes above just women's boxing. I just think it's gonna be two great fights. Yeah, I think we're starting to see the the rise of women's boxing. It's kind of breaking through the clouds of of just being like, Oh, it's under cards you know, because now we've got main events. We've got that we had we opened up with um with Taylor and Serrano last year and earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And that was an awesome main event. It turned out to be a really good fight. And now we've got we've got this show. You know, so I, I think it, it's it's good it's good for women's boxing, of course, but I think it's good for for boxing on the whole. I think it it, it grabs a different different slice of the market out there, and uh, this is a good fight and one that you and I disagree on. Okay, which is which is fun. Yeah,
0: my pick is is this is my it's my gambling pick, but I'll I'll, I'll go with it too. I just think Marshall by a decision. Uh, you can get that from pretty good odds. Uh, two minute rounds, hard to distinguish yourself in those in those rounds. Home home fight. For, for marshall shields has a hard time um you know doesn't have a lot of power i think she only has one knock knock down i think she, one knockout or one knockdown in, in her career uh so not gonna be a lot of point differentials in terms of knockdowns i like marshall in this fight i'm gonna go with marshall in this fight
1: no you, you're being you're being smart you know you're, you're 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 being tactical i should say um but i don't i don't see it i think I got Clarissa Shields. She's just she does what she always does. She's going to overwhelm. She throws so many punches, when she lets those hands go in combination, um, and she's got great conditioning, you know, when she gets her feet underneath her, when she stops falling forward and actually plants her feet and lets her hands go. You know, she's she's a problem. She throws a ton, a ton of punches and lets them go in combination, which which I love. I love combination punchers because it's 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 so rare um, to to have people trust their own defense and their speed to let their hands go, and, and Clarissa does that. Yeah, Marshall,
0: I mean, uh, excuse me, Shields, 101 career rounds, outlanded her opponents at 99 of them, 99-1-1, one and one. Hannah Gabriels in round one was the only time that Shields has been outlanded in her career, it's the same fight that Gabriels knocked down Shields uh, in the 10th, uh, Shields only has one knockdown in her career, doesn't have a lot of power, she's fought better opposition, uh, this would be um, Shields' 10th world champion compared to just two uh for Marshall, but when it comes over to the side of Savannah Marshall, she stopped her last eight opponents. You don't see that in, in women's boxing. You throw sixty punches around, which is equivalent to ninety in three minutes, throws the most jabs, Marshall, second and landed, highly accurate. That's the beauty of this fight to me, is like there's people out there that, that do not like shields. She's very outspoken. A lot of people want to see her handed a little bit of humble pie. But when you, she's in there with someone in Marshall who has has defeated her, albeit ten years ago, but has serious knockout power,
1: like, would you? How shocked would you be if Marshall knocked out Kalisha Shields? Listen, anything's possible as boxing. That's why we watch it. and She does have legitimate power, but I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. And you know, Chris is not the other girls that you know um, Marshall has been fighting. So I, I think she's just a different breed. So I, I would be. Yeah, I mean, it'd be it would be shocking if that if that happened uh quesadilla monte shields
0: wide uh decision even though i'm sure the judges will have a closer that's pretty that's probably how it's gonna go there's gonna be some funky yeah. scorecards if this goes to the, uh if, if shields is clearly up there's gonna be some really funky scorecards uh with the home cooking um but i like this like this whole weekend i mean fights all over the map uh starting in in all starting in uh, the uk in the afternoon uh, we're heading over to the Barclays. You got this on ESPN. I mean, it's going to be nuts, Ronnie. Are you ready for your first uh, Barclays? First boxing fight you ever been to? Yes.
2: for Yes, first boxing fight. I'm actually first time in the Barclays. Wow. So a lot of first for me. Yankee game that day as well. It's The juices are going to be flowing.
0: Did you see the Yankee game got moved to Friday? Yeah. 1 p.m.? Yeah. Rained out tonight. But, uh, you know, the Barclays is near and dear to Chris Algieri
1: won his first world title there, Ronnie.
2: Oh wow. So the house yeah. that Algeria built.
1: Main evented there, I think four times. Yeah, Barclays Barclays is I mean what a great what a great venue to watch boxing. You know, not not not, not the greatest for hockey. And there for <laughs> a couple hockey games. Well, it's they don't good. play there anymore. They straight up Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not a good venue for that. But for boxing it's it's awesome. Awesome. It's awesome to fight there as well. I mean, walking through that tunnel coming out, I mean, oof. I want to it, feel the air. Still thinking about it. Let's go.
0: It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Wilder fights are unlike any other. Heavyweight fights are unlike any other. Two giants in there um, will be there. Oh, Ronnie, wait
1: till you see these guys in the ring. Yeah. Deontay (laughs) towers over the top rope. You're like, oh, my God. When I saw Tyson Fury and Wilder the very first fight, the first time they fought, I was like, oh, I'm in a fight, rather. Um, I couldn't believe how how much higher both of them were than the top rope. It's wild. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, Wilder comes in. He puts the leg over. He just steps over
2: it? Undertaker's it. it. He doesn't, like, go up. Well, oh my I, I want to see
0: the costume too. I mean, obviously, I want to see the fight, but like, that's a big thing with Wilder. He, you know, he, it was a big thing in the first Fury fight. He came in uh, with the costume, and it was too heavy. Uh, that's what yeah. He excuse. looked. He looked like Optimus Prime. Right. <laughs> Fury came in on on a throne. I don't think the Nordic Nightmare is going to be doing. that. I think he's all business in this fight. Mm. But I hope he comes in with a battle axe. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like you like in, remember that that Viking video, that techno guy, the Viking god, he, he house music and he's just like walking through the streets. I think of like Norway. That's how helenius should, should should do it on saturday night well, i'm i'm sure he's gonna have tech on music because i think that's all those people listen to over there so <laughs> that's saturday <laughs> night um awesome weekend of boxing i hope everyone tunes in uh it's time for the casual corner how we every show here ronnie jerez our uh super producer uh the casual boxing fan here offers up a casual take a casual question a casual topic we put our sunglasses on oh and yeah we get casual here on the casual Cater blockers corner. come on for, for casual corner.
2: I do say that with, you, with every week, I'm learning a lot more. So, you know, if we if God gives us the ability to do this for long enough, I won't be a casual fan anymore. I'm going right. to be a boxer. Yeah,
1: we're going to have to change this segment.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, Hardcore corner. So, we this is a busy weekend in boxing. Correct. There's going to be a lot of fights this weekend. Are these all happening at the same time?
0: Not at the same time. They're staggered. A few of them will be at the same time. Fox. Wilder Hellenius card will go up against the uh, haney Cambosis card
2: see now that's my question why like why why have things not coincide for the fans and have fans try to pick and choose instead of try to enjoy everything at the same time
0: because the sport likes to shoot itself in the foot um, it's four leagues four networks entities all mm. thinking solely about their, best interest best
1: interest so yeah they don't care they're all in direct competition yeah they're, they're not they're not they're not combining their forces to help the sport they're, they're competing against each other
0: right and and haney cambosos which is probably going to be maybe the least competitive of the fights at least mm-hmm. on paper will probably get the most eyeballs on it because it's on regular espn which is great wilder helenius is a fox pay-per-view mm-hmm. on a paywall got to spend at least <laughs> i don't know what the price is probably 60 70 80 bucks to watch that fight uh I mean, I'm not about to get into what fights belong on pay-per-view because the lines have been so blurred with that. And then you have the, the zone in the afternoon, which is on – I think it's on ESPN Plus as well. That will do really well to the Baumgartner doubleheader. Mm. But I, I, I've been saying this for years. Some fans love it because they can set up four TVs and they can make it into a like a, kind of a March Madness type of feel. Okay. So a lot of fans hate it because how do you possibly keep up with all that? Yeah. And one day on a Saturday where you have other you know obligations in life, you have family, you have friends, you have significant others – like, how are you gonna tell your family? No, I got to sit down for twelve hours to watch boxing all day long. I mean, it, that's cool and it's awesome, but yeah. it's not really practical.
2: No, I mean, football has that down to a science. Right. The for, windows. Yeah, Sunday the windows, but I mean, you can't really expect boxing to do that at this stage.
0: Right. Like, it's kind of crazy how how they do this. How they they why not put one of these fights on a Friday night, Chris? Like, why is there not one fight on a Friday a night
2: Friday that would
1: night. do huge
0: ratings?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't know if it's like ego over the promoters. They don't want to, you know, take a step back and be like, oh, let me be smart and avoid these other fights. I mean, they do it for bigger ones, like Canelo fights. Like they'll move them. Um, UFC does it. UFC is is always cognizant of other things that are going on and we'll move will move cards. Um, but yeah, no, I, like you said, boxing loves to shoot itself in the foot. Yeah, it's just just kind of
0: rearrange it. Like they did a Thursday night. I know Golden Boy does like a Thursday night series, but it's not like big fight. It's like kind of
1: like. You know prospect level fights where PBC does Sunday fights sometimes. They did. I'm surprised this Darrell plant one didn't move to Sunday. Oh, the Wilder, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, the, yeah, uh, they, the Wilder Melanias fight, yeah, they did yeah. A, that New Year's Day one was a
0: Sunday night, and and I mean, it was priced well. And then, um, their uh, Ruiz Ortiz was a Sunday night, even Sunday night. I mean, Hagler Hearns was on a Tuesday night, which is wild, <laughs> like, yeah. They, it's way different that's like a whole nother that's like almost 40 years ago which is crazy but there's the other avenues you don't always have to do it saturday i mean they're very locked into saturday night fights and they just want to get the
1: biggest gate
0: and they just want to get
1: but it, it kind of well, like you don't get that's the what highest it is. ratings. it's barclays and, it, and it's wilder it's wilder's return it's barclays it's heavyweight they're mm-hmm. like oh it's got to be saturday
2: yeah
1: or it could be friday or sunday monday yeah night it could be it could be but the gate again, you again, like you said, the gate would suffer. And that's a fight that the gate probably matters more than you know than, than the others.
0: Yeah, that, right. Is that it, Ronnie? That's everything. Corner? Hold on, one thing. Did you see this, uh, Chris? Um Manny Pacquiao is fighting in a exhibition. I just saw that on Instagram last night. I was surprised to see that. He's fighting in an exhibition. I'm not, like, I wouldn't say I'm shocked because he saw the money that Mayweather's getting and he's yeah. one of the only a handful of guys that can do the exhibition stuff. But the biggest thing from this is there's a press conference in L.A. for this fight, but Pacquiao's not going to be there. His hologram will be there. A hologram Manny Pacquiao was showing up for the press conference. This is
1: a game changer. Huh. That's I did not hear that, and that's, that's weird. <laughs> <So Manny will laughs> next, be... next we're, next we're going to be sending our our, our Android. We're going to be sending our... battle BattleBots. <laughs> our... Yeah,
0: Manny this will be in three different places at the same time. Like, I'm sure you didn't want to go to every press conference. Like, I'm not coming, but I'm sending my hologram.
1: That's best regards. Uh, <laughs> That's super gangster. That is really only, gangster. Only Pacquiao
0: <laughs> can do such a thing. Ronnie, had your finger. Well, s- soon the it's one gonna one be Ronnie.
1: Mark. Ronnie's gonna be doing that. He's gonna be just sending yeah. his hologram to work. Well, someone
0: yeah. wants to know your predictions this weekend, Ronnie. Quick, so, uh, Shields or oh, Shields or Marshall? Shields. Uh, Wilder or Hellenius? Wilder. Plant or Durrell. Darrell. Wow. Uh, Bumgarner Mayor. Bumgarner. Is that all? Nice. Oh, Haney Haney. Okay. We'll leave with that. We'll Hot leave takes. With Hot that. take, Ronnie. Uh, be sure to uh, follow us on our socials. Uh, go to John Boy Boxing on YouTube. We're going to have a lot of stuff from the Wilder fight. Hopefully get some interviews with Usyk, uh, some reactions, all that good stuff. Follow along Saturday. Saturday is going to be awesome. I hope boxing fans enjoy it. It uh, was a pretty bad week last week in terms of the news. Uh, we're back in the ring with some some really good fights, and we'll be back maybe Monday. We might do a, a special edition of the show Monday to kind of talk about uh, this wild weekend. As always, protect yourselves at all times. Keep your hands up. Stay out of those DMs.
2: Ding, ding, ding.